Welcome to Same Cast Different Day Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Terrell, and thank you for tuning in to another episode. And I just want to start off by saying thank you to everyone who sent me happy birthday wishes. I got all of the happy birthday wishes, so thank you very much for all of those. Ooh, my voice is so tired. It's like 6.30 in the morning right now, so I'm a bit, bit tired. I want to say thank you to everybody who is tuning in to this episode via Instagram Live. So this week I decided to go live via Instagram. So thank you all for that. Who all is tuning in? Will we'll tune in. Um, so, yeah, so far as my birthday was on Sunday, which is February 21st. And since it was a snowstorm the night of, uh, really didn't do anything. Um, the day before, we went to, um, where do we go? Texas Row House. And it was um, Tina Marie and my brother Marcus, I think, first time going to Texas Row House. And let's just say they would, they enjoyed the bread so much that we went through like five baskets of bread probably. So yeah, I'm pretty sure we'll be going back just, just for the bread. And I also received about seven bottles of wine <laughs> for my birthday. So I guess everybody figures that I'm a wine on, I'm an alcoholic. Um, and then on top of that, um, I think I spent the night watching WWE Elimination Chamber, which I am very surprised that they let the Miz <laughs> come out and cash in his money in the bank and win the WWE Championship at Elimination Chamber. I'm pretty sure we all saw that coming. I mean, I mean, pretty sure we all saw that coming. So it looks like we're heading into Miz, main event in WrestleMania, unless um, Drew McIntyre or whoever somehow win a championship from Miz at fast lane and yes i still watch wwe it is very entertaining to me a lot of people say oh it's so fake like we know it's fake i mean it's no it's no faker than you know some of y'all who watch these fake ass reality tv shows like love and hip-hop and all these other things with this fake drama on there but um yes we all know that it's fake okay um but yeah so yeah that yeah that's my spill on that but anyways going into um some of these other issues going on so there's the issue that's still going on down in texas where it seems like people are still losing their mind over the snow although it's finally starting to warm up back up things are starting to go back to normal there which is a good thing but now texas are texans are making a fool of themselves at this point pretty much uh with the whole theory that the snow is fake um down there that somehow bill gates made fake snow which uh, doesn't really make sense to me. So I get, every, ever since Bill Gates came out and talking about how the whole global warming thing is real and how it needs to be taken real serious and how we need to get back on track, unless by the year, I believe 2050, we're going to be in a very, very bad situation. And Texas had this theory that, oh, Bill Gates made this snowstorm and it's all fake snow. Like, let me find out somebody has the power to create a snowstorm on top of that and then, and then on top of that and then in the amount in the part of the world where it happened at but then on top of that to create a snowstorm and to make temperatures drops i'm just saying if you have the power to do that i'm pretty sure you'd be doing something far more different than creating snowstorms i mean to prove that well i mean what would be his purpose of creating if he did have the power to create snowstorms or to change weather what would be the purpose of that and if he did have the power to do that, wouldn't he have stopped stuff like Hurricane Katrina and 
the other hurricane that hit down in Houston and all those other things, other hurricanes and wildfires or whatever this stuff that happened. So I don't know. Texans are just really making their stuff look really stupid. Like the way how y'all really handled the snowstorm was really stupid. And then according to uh, one of the news sources that I was reading, the reason that back in 19, uh, I believe 1970 in the 70s sometime, um, the basically the federal government tried to come in and regulate, you know, the energy and, you know, the power company down in Texas. And basically Texans refused because them coming in to regulate means less money for them. But the federal government or I forgot if it was the federal government. They I believe it's the federal government told them they need to make some improvements. They need to, um, you know, buy more storage and natural gas and all these other things so that when a situation like now happened, it wouldn't have it would not have happened. Blah, would not have happened. And and they I believe that a lot of people who are suing the uh power company down in Texas deserve the right to basically sue the power company. They have thirty years, over thirty some years to get this together and well, over forty years to get this whole situation together and they basically dropped the ball on this. And so basically, you know, like here in Wisconsin, you know, our power companies are prepared for cold weather. So they buy or they keep a, um, you know, a storage of natural gas. They they know is going to be getting used during the cold months so that they can keep up with the demand of heating and so on. And this is something that Texas did not do. So when the temperatures did drop, they did not have the the means or the demands that they, the natural the natural gas that they needed to heat houses and all these things, which caused a lot of failure on that power company behalf. <clears throat> I can't remember the mayor who basically left the people to fend for themselves and went to like Mexico or something like that. And it's crazy because he's probably one of those same people who would tell uh, Mexicans that they can't come over to the U.S., but then as soon as something bad happened in Texas, you take your butt over to, uh, I believe his name is Ted Cruz, I'm not sure, um, take your butt over to Texas where it's nice and warm, where it's electricity and running water, or, or at least heated water, um, you know, yeah, um, Texas, y'all need to do better in who y'all elect for y'all uh, officials. Um this is why I'm not going to say a certain party. Um, but yeah, this, yeah, y'all need to get it together down in Texas, starting with our elected officials down to your power company. And I'm just going to leave it like that. So I don't know if y'all saw this thing that came out a few weeks ago. There's this guy named James, I mean, Raymond Woods or James Wood or Raymond Wood. I can't, oh crap. I don't forgot the name. Hello, Instagram, y'all. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to. I'll see y'all for a quick second. Put y'all on pause. Okay, his name is Raymond A. Wood. Okay. So his name is Raymond A. Wood. And basically, this letter came out after that. He wanted to come out after his death. Um, Yes, Raymond A. Wood is a part of the African-American community. Um, But he wanted this letter to come out right uh, after his passing. Basically, this is a confession about Malcolm X... uh, about Malcolm X, uh, suicide, not suicide, murder <laughs> that happened back in 1965, which I forgot he got killed on the day I was born just decades before. But anyway, 
Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, so this was basically this confession about his involvement in Michael Mack's murder in night uh, February on February and back in February twenty first, nineteen sixty five. Um, he said that he was hired by the New York P the, the New York Police Department, which is NYPD, with no um no type of background, no history, no training, no anything, I believe. And um, so they just hired him, and his job was to infiltrate the um, black organizations to basically. Uh, try to get them to commit you no know, felony crimes and everything so that they can arrest the leaders and he was saying he basically just went on and saying that he, he had some part in that and that when he tried to resign from such position they threatened him with marijuana charges and alcohol uh, trafficking charges, like driving drunk or some type of alcohol charges to basically have him put in jail so he continued on with uh with whatever you know the situation was with, with the job and he said that i forgot it was some guy that was arrested who took the fall for um malcolm x murder for him so basically you know the eyewitnesses who were he was there when malcolm x was shot and there were uh people eyewitnesses eyewitnesses who identified him being there and basically somebody else took the murder and he said that hopefully this uh this confession would clear this person of and of their innocence and basically this is something that he said he that's been on his mind and his heart for a while and i'm happy that he didn't take this to his grave and and now we know that the government will try to say and i shouldn't say government well fbi is federal so it could be government but now we know that you know allegedly that the government and our the federal you know, the, on the federal level and NYPD were doing these things to basically try to hurt you know black organizations back then. So the but, but black organizations like what Dr. King was doing and all these other all these other people like the Black Panther movement to you know help better um, black people and you know in you no know, 1965 and all that so this is still during segregation in the south a segregation period and if you don't know about segregation shame on you uh for the, the millennials who are kind of like not that smart um they know them kids that was born in like 1999 98 2000 those kids um segregation was where you know you had black schools we only, only blacks go to black schools only whites go to white schools only uh, white people have the right to refuse black people's services, which means you can have like white only restaurants, white only bathrooms, white uh, white only water fountains. Uh, at a time, black people can only go in through the back for uh, businesses, hotels, so on. Uh, it was a very, very hard time uh, during segregation. You know, they were hanging black people for no reason in the South. It was a lot of hatred during this whole segregation era, and it's crazy because at the time, I think. I believe it was okay for, you know, these black African-American men to go into the army and fight and die for this country. But yet they can't even go into a restaurant and eat food because they were black. Let that sink in. Let it sink in very well. Um, so, yeah, I had wanted to get that out. Um, I'm so sorry, Instagram. I had to pause y'all for a quick second because I had to use my phone to remember what the other stuff was. So, 
uh, recently the Supreme Court uh, blocked Donald Trump from being able to shield his taxes. Now, for all you Donald Trump supporters, once again, I can't stress more enough that, like I said, like y'all keep making it seem like, you know, people are just so against Republicans. Like, it's not that we're so against Republicans. We're just against idiots. And the fact that this man is still trying to hide his taxes, like, what is it that he's trying to hide so bad? The fact that he has not paid taxes in about 40 years and that it's a crime to not pay your taxes and you can serve jail time for not paying your taxes. Um, and the fact that y'all keep shooting him and treating this man like he's a guy, once again, if you look on the Democratic side, you don't, or independent, you do not see them treating their elected officials like they're guy. You don't see them following them like they're in a cult like you Donald Trump supporters do. And I'm just going to put that out there. And moving on, because I don't want to talk too much about Donald Trump. Um, So moving on, there was... Um, a patient, I forgot where the city was. Oh, I should have remembered. Sorry, I can't remember right now. Probably brain fart. But there was a patient who uh, received a, who was a um, organ donor, who was the or, you know, organ, organ, ah, organ donor recipient. And this patient received some lungs from a uh, person who had passed away. And that person had basically had COVID-19 when they passed away, had COVID-19 symptoms or whatever. Basically, a person did test positive for COVID-19. I don't know if they died of COVID-19. It was the result. But that person had COVID when they passed away. And the person who received that person's lungs was died 61 days after getting the person who had COVID basically in their lungs died also. And it's crazy because, you know, if the person had COVID at the time of their death, which means them lungs was probably not as healthy uh you know i believe like when you have if you have severe covid and you're at the point you're in the emergency room pretty sure like the lungs are filled up with like gunk and and you know the stuff like you can't cough up what it is that the fluid that builds up in there uh, and that's why for some covid patients they are laid flat down to try to help them lungs expand and do what it needs to do and then help them get that stuff up but to give somebody lungs from a patient who died of COVID were probably wasn't the healthiest lungs to begin with. It's just very sad. And I feel like that is very, very reckless. And yeah, it's, just, it's crazy. Um, I just also want to remember, remember put out there before I go, please make sure that y'all get your vaccines. We are not going to get through this. Life is not going to go, go back to normal. If we don't start vaccine and, and getting things back to normal, a lot of people keep on saying how they're so afraid to get the vaccine, how they feel like it's going to be like the movie, uh, I believe I am legend with Will Smith. People just please get the vaccine for, we can go back to normal. Uh, you cannot complain about things, you no, know, not being normal and not going back to normal soon enough. If you're not doing your part to make sure that things are not going back to normal, which is still wearing your mask, making sure that you sanitize your hands, sanitize and wash your hands, and then practice and safe distancing, which is six feet apart. So we cannot do those. If we don't do, do not do those things plus vaccine, we will never go back to normal. So we need to do what we need to do to get things back to normal. So anyway, thank you all for tuning in to this episode of Same Cast Different Day Podcast. I'm your host, Marta Rowland. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Almost forgot. So next week will be the final episode of season two, which means next week. Yeah, next week will be the final episode of season two. So for about two week period, there will not be no new episodes until we um, start season three. 
And I'm so excited about season three. You know, there's no uh, new theme music coming. Uh, we had some rebranding done as far as the uh, logos and imaging of this podcast. Um, Tina Marie will be back in part of season three uh, after her hiatus. So, um, yeah, so I'm very excited. So make sure y'all be stay tuned for season three of Same Cast Different Day podcast. Because as of right now, this will be the 47th episode of the podcast. And we're almost one year into the podcast. So next month, that should be a year that we have been doing the podcast. So thank you all for the continued uh, support of the podcast. I'm working on getting more guests on this podcast as well. So there's more to come. Um, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Same Cast, Different Day Podcast. Uh, if you want to be able to watch me do this live... Um, Sometimes I do it via Facebook or Instagram, so I might do it one day in the podcast uh, face, Facebook page. So you can follow me on Facebook, which is Marta Roland. Um, I think the username might be Marta Roland One, which is just hit that like button, and I'll send out and let you guys know when I will be um, recording the episode. So that way, if you want to interest in seeing it live, you can see it live. Um, um, for right now, I do do it in the morning time. So right now, it is 7-11 in the morning. So I do do these in the morning time uh, for now. And so you yeah, also have a notification between where I, if I'll be doing it on, Inst- on my Instagram page, which is at Martin Rowland on Instagram. So it's always between Instagram and Facebook. So anyways, thank you all for tuning in to this episode of the Same Cat's Different Day Podcast. I am Martin Rowland, and I will see you next week.